before we get into it, I wanted to mention this week, if you guys move on over to, after you're done listening to this, move on over to Let Him Hear, um, Adam Rohr. We are on his episode. So if you're done listening to our episode, go move your you know podcast feed over to the Let Him Hear podcast. Uh, Kyle and I, we did a, an interview talk along episode. There's a lot of uh, a lot of cursing, and it's a, we're basically Kyle and I were basically just like this, you know, cursing, giggling bitches. Well, I held it back a little bit. Just a bunch of giggling bitches. Yeah, <laughs> on that episode, it was a lot of fun. We love Adam, and he's like really like digging into the topics, and he's getting a lot of like crazy guests. And I'm like, I'm happy that we're in that mix he's a big supporter of our show he is he is so go check him out and um yeah let's get into it welcome to the tone jerks podcast (laughs) i'm already hearing my voice back Uh, (laughs) i'm your host brian gower and with me we have kyle mcintyre if you guys can hear in our voices we are sick as fuck dude (laughs) (laughs) we're so sick dog we're sick and fucking twisted um yeah but we're not gonna fucking pussy out. We're gonna fucking give you guys an episode. It uh maybe hard the best we can. Maybe hard to listen to, but you guys are gonna get an episode. You know why? Because we're fucking champions. You know yeah. that's how you raise champions. In a Nasally game. and bassy, however <laughs> you want to take it. <laughs> it's we'll probably, give it to you. It's the mid scooped episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, Kyle, it's the besides, Franz dresser. Franz dresser uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there you go, with a nanny episode, the nanny sode. Nanny sode? <laughs> yeah. Hey! Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Mr. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mr. Sheffield! Yeah. Mr. yeah. She was all right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, Kyle, what is new in your world? What is shaking? It has actually been a while since we recorded last, because last time we recorded, it was really early on to the release of the last episode. Yeah. And now we're recording really late until the release of this episode. So it has been probably a week and a half or longer. Oh, wow. What have you been doing? What's new in your world? I've been, I had another week of training in Minnesota, which is my final one. Yeah. So you're, you're, when I'm done. Hopefully this will be the last of yeah. the uh, um, radio episodes, the yeah. Skyped in episodes. Maybe yeah. if I go on, on vacation. Maybe. You know, maybe. I doubt it. And there's some anime conventions going on. All right. You'll have to show me how to operate that <laughs> shit, though. I'll have to hit up uh, Justin and Blake. There's some ones going up in the Pacific Northwest I'll go to. But yeah. anyways, um, we're here in the flesh. Yeah. So it, how was it? It how was snowed there, of course. Uh, of course it did. Yeah. Last time was negative 50. This time it snowed. And there people were like, oh, it's going to be record breaking. Like that was the like the first day. I'm like, oh. Cool. Son of a bitch. Just like the last one. All right, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really didn't. I mean, it snowed like like nine or ten inches like on the first day. and Oh, Jesus. I know. <laughs> it, I think what they meant is that for the month, it set a record. Okay, yeah. So when I first heard it, I'm like, fucking Christ. It's going to be like snowed in. They have to fly me to training. Yeah. They're not going to cancel it. They just have to fly in. <laughs> They're going to haul me out like the cow and... In Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just drop you in. Yeah. And um, I chose to fly back um, first class. 
So actually, I upgraded myself. Okay, so yeah, there you go. So which was actually a really good choice. One, was, I was really stoked on it. Was it worth it? Yeah, hundred percent. It, it was. Um, it wasn't oh. that much more, and they include a bunch of stuff. Nice. So, but you uh, were able to go. You flew, and you were by yourself. I was like in one. Yeah, I was in a like one seat, not like a double. Oh yeah. So just like one seat all myself. Which is great because like the day, like that day, I started getting sick. So you started the sick, I started getting you like, started getting down with the sickness that yeah. you have right and now. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow. oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you you got down with the sickness that you have right now. Got it. Can you feel that? <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, actually, while I was there, I picked up a pedal. Okay, so I well, got, bought one off Craigslist. Oh, just so you the, met somebody locally, Craigslist yeah, style. met up, Craigslist style. I just got a 40th anniversary DS1. Yes, the black and orange DS1. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Those black are, and gold, Brian, black and gold. Yeah, that's the one that I have that you got yeah. modded, gave to uh, Paul yep. Pennington, and then he sold it back to me. Yep. So, uh, yeah. That's so one now, of my, now one I have one. I'll probably. I don't know what I'm gonna do to it. One of my one of my favorites that you modded to a JCM 800. Yeah. But are you gonna try and do something different? With I don't that know. One? I've I'm thinking about you've done the going JCM off the rails eight, on you, this. You've one. done the JCM 800 mod. You could probably do it in your sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> it dude. is. It is good. Let me it's tell you going by. I probably won't. Obviously, I don't think I'll do that because I already have one. Yeah. Like in my, you know. But the black and gold looks good. I, you know, want to say. It just looks fucking sick. And it has the silver uh, screw on the bottom for yep. the battery compartment. Silver screw like you'd find on the Japanese, like the mm-hmm. original. Yeah, I like that uh, a lot. Boss ones. It's very cool. The vintage boss. Yeah. So you met up the guy. Uh, did you get it for a good price? Um, you dick him yeah. down a little bit? Or well, what? the thing is, I had him drive it from the other side of okay. Minneapolis. Okay. So like he drove probably 10 or 15 miles. So you gave him a good deal. Yeah. So I actually, he wanted 40. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you if you could drive it here to the hotel, like yeah. meet me in the lobby, yeah, um, I'll give you fifty. Okay, so there I, you just, go. I just went for fifty. I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, say it saved you the time, really. Yeah, and so, and it was like just starting to like get snowy. Yeah, and so I was like, <laughs> you better have your snow tires on, buddy. Yeah, so it was cool. I, whatever, it wasn't that big of a deal, and and he. He really didn't want to have it, right? No, you were mentioning that he was. Yeah, like, I, so it was a, a dad and his, you know, his kid. So was, the kid is actually the kid's pedal. Yeah, and he was and trying, so to, he, trying to sell it. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I don't really like it, you know. And oh, oh I mean, it's a good pedal though. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> okay, calm down, dude. I know these things can sound like shit. I get it. I say that, they no. can easily sound bad. Yeah, you, and, you you know what they sound like. Yeah, yeah. And so I told him, like, yeah, well, I'm actually. That's know, the reason why I bought it. Is I'm actually going to mod it. And he's yeah. like, what? I know of what they are capable. And the dad, the dad, like, wait a minute, what? You, what are you gonna do? I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go in there and Just, probably remove some components and add some new ones yeah. and some better sounding ones. He's like, oh wow, that's cool. Well, he's like, what are you gonna do with this? And I'm like, I don't know yet. I, don't, I really don't know. Motherfucker, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell the future. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell the future. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I told him like one the mods I've done on these before, and and. Uh, do the and he's like, oh dang! The kid's like, oh man, I just bought whatever pedal to make it sound like that. You know, whatever. His, oh, I don't the, know what the, he's playing. 
You said JCM. The JC, you were yeah, going to do the, the JCM 800 mod, and yeah, he was going to... Oh, man, I just got a pedal from Moor. That does that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, hit me up. Maybe I'll sell it back to you. No, no I didn't say that. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and that, I bought some uh, other pedals, too. Um, While well, you were on the road? Bought some? Yeah, I had mentioned that I bought the stereo chorus and the micro uh, fl- flanger. Yeah. Um, they came in. Sound then, bi- they sound bitching. Yeah. Yeah, they sound really good, actually. Um, and then uh, we talked about that double shot distortion. Yeah. Um, and you bought finally one. played it. Yeah. <laughs> and you bought one. I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually bought it, played it. Um, you found a, found a good deal on that one. Yeah. F- yeah. I got a really good price on it and found out why I got a good price on it. <laughs> it just. <laughs> it sounds like shit. It does not sound good. So the there's the, one side that sounds okay. Yeah, so it's that dual channel, which I thought you could stack them. You can't. You can only switch between them. Uh huh. Um, so in the last and, episode that we did, we we did the double dual pedal whatever. Yeah. Um, pedal board, and that was the one that you chose. Yeah. And you actually end up buying one of those. Yeah, I, I had. Boy, my, vo- my, already, vo- my voice sounds like shit. Sorry. <laughs> I technically already bought it, but I. I I I was going to buy it, I guess. Okay, got it. But I don't want to, you know, because if I change my mind, then I'd look like a piece of shit, so. But you stuck with it. You yeah, fucking and I'm champion. a piece of shit. <laughs> and it turns out this is a piece of shit. Yeah, I would have been fine without it. Um, I'm already a piece of shit without it. Um, and then, yeah. So, it, yeah, it's, it's a cool idea if both circuits sounded good. Because it's one, useless without one it. One circuit sounds okay, and the other one sounds like jack shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll pop it open and see if there's a trim pot in there or something. Maybe, or, okay. Maybe I can save it. Because I, I thought, <laughs> I know, and, like they're voiced differently. Like, yeah. They have different, like one sounds super bassy, right? Yeah. And well, you one, can't get away from it, well, which actually sounds good. Yeah. And the other one sounds super tinny. Super like well, it's, it's super mid scoopy. It's like what everybody says that the metal zone sounds like. Yeah. But since you modded your metal zone, your metal zone sounds good. Yeah. And so, um, like you, as soon as you click on that metal z- side, I don't know which one it is. Is it the first channel? Yes. The, the, the one at the at the top. The top channel. And, yeah. Um, you can't get it to sound good unless you like do like the mid scoop like button or whatever the hell yeah, it is the, fo- the focus one yeah and that's a mid focus i think it changes the whole mid range or whatever of the pedal yeah it just sounds like ultra feedbacky and bullshit like it can't get high gain yeah and it just like feedback feedback on itself <laughs> and it just it doesn't sound good. yeah it doesn't sound it, good it, at all. it doesn't sound good anyway you slice it you can fucking you know throw that you know slice it Cuisinart it the thing doesn't sound good <laughs> yeah maybe maybe I'll mod it or something maybe. I don't know but it was like you know it's worth a shot and it's weird it, it doesn't have like it's got uh, hex screws on the bottom weird. which is weird yeah. for an MXR pedal and but the thing is it's cool it's and it wasn't your most expensive pedal that you no. bought from them so no. and it's probably a reason why but you, I mean, you've got some good ones. I mean, yeah. that the uh, micro flanger is damn good, actually. Because I'm like, the thing was with the MXR flangers is because they have so many controls on them. Yeah, they it's are easy to skip. It's easy to me- like skip the sound you want. It's easy to yeah yeah. Like if you're trying to hone in on a sound, it's hard to find. Yeah. But with the with the flanger, because to me, like flanger is 
you know, easy to get unusable. Yeah. But with when you have just two controls, you can find in and hone in on your sound. Yeah. And fuck, man. I'm going to probably say this a couple times through that, the episode, but I'm sorry for my voice. <laughs> I'm a head cold and a flu, and I'm just really shitty this episode. But I'm going to listen, because I'm the one with the headphones today, and I'm just all, like, nose <laughs> clogged yeah. up. This episode is sick as fuck, bro. But that microflanger is definitely worth a damn. But you got a couple others. Yeah, you get. I got a bunch, by the oh, way. God, you were just that pedal heavy this episode. Because yeah. it's been a while. I want to say it's been like a week and a half more. I had um, seen on Instagram, I follow uh, Caveman Vintage, um, and they'll post, you know, yeah. cool stuff. They and, they post the new stuff they have and pedals yeah, and, and shit like that. You know, like I had, they had like a Flying V bass, like a, it was a Greco. Mm-hmm. If it was like a, if it wasn't short scale, I'd be all over it. But of course. Well, I mean, I think we've we've talked off air about this. Flying V bass is so fucking cool. Yeah. And Why are they all? Until we realized that the Flying V basses, yeah. all of them, the Gibson, the Eastwood, the Greco, they're all short scale. Yeah. They're what, 30, 32 inch scale? Yeah. Why Make the them fu- 34, you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. it makes I'll them- even take a 36, dude. Like, no, I mean, you, you want them. Because what, uh, Fender's, like, P-Bass, Jazz Bass, 34, right? I believe, yeah. And then they make them 30-inch scale. I'm like, god damn it, those are going to be, like, rubbery, bandy as fuck. Yeah. Um, So those have turned me way off of the Gibson, like, you know, Flying V. They look cool, but I don't think we could ever play them, because we tuned down, too. Not my bass. Um, Hashtag not my bass. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyways, um, make bases long, long scale again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so I had seen that he had posted a uh, picture of a DOD pedal, like a really old one, which I don't even know how old this thing is. But it's uh, the FET preamp. Okay. So I'm like, hey, dude, how much? You know, you know, hit him up, and then. I saw another one on his website, which is another DOD. Uh, it's the Mini Chorus 460. Yeah. Um, which I have yet to try these out. One has a... Actually, they're both able to take batteries. They're okay. both really inconvenient to put them in. Yeah. <laughs> Unscrew four yeah. screws. There's no panel, right? Uh, yeah. Um, and what's weird is that the, F- the FET preamp only takes a battery. It does not have no 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 ins- DC jack or anything. Oh jeez. Okay, and the other one. Oh jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a bitch. <laughs> the other one also takes a battery, inconvenient to put in, and has the like the what what I forget the name the size of it, the. It's Is not it, two point one. It's the uh, the two point five. I don't know. It's no, like, that's it's, the barrel one. But I mean, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's the one that looks like a headphone jack. Yeah, there you go. It's like the headphone jack style. Yeah. Fucking dumb. <laughs> I get it. These must be really old. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, you could play a show out in the desert and yeah. you'll be fine with this preamp. Wait, why? <laughs> oh, because it's battery? Is that That's yeah. why it's like it's more rugged? Yeah. But it's only battery. They didn't even give another option. But I popped open the, the preamp. There's like nothing. Like the... The circuit on the inside can fit like if, if you look at a nine volt battery, right? The 
the biggest side, the biggest face on the battery, everything, all the components would fit on that. Yeah. Like, oh, because it's not that big. Yeah. The PCB is that big. When I was asking you, I'm like, do you really know what these things do? Like the different components? Yeah. Like that I mean, not fully. I Wait, don't fully understand. But you're, you're getting it. And so like with the fat driver, you're kind of like, did you feel like you got screwed? No. I'm not like, oh, I want to, more components mean, more. I mean, I'll, I'll pay more for more components. I want more I, components and more. Bah, 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 bah. I want more components and I want them now. <laughs> what? It's not right. It ain't right. It ain't right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, so you got some new DODs. So you're adding to like, yeah. like Jesus Christ, you're adding to your MXR board. You're adding to your AC powered MXR board and you're adding to your DOD board. Kyle, yeah. you are yeah, your, your consistent type of fella. Whatever like it. it takes, man. Yeah. I'm going to get them all. No. So, but yeah, I, I dig that. Uh, what's uh, new with you, Brian? All right. So I have a couple things that are probably, you know, starting off new with you, actually. Oh, yeah? So you changed my blues driver, my BD2. Yeah. You modded it. To what did you do to it? It sounds Shit. great. It sounds started on, starting off. It sounds fucking killer. It sounds better than it did before. I don't know what you did to it. All I know is that you put a blue LED, a blue blue LED is what I was gonna say, a blue LED, and it sounds fucking that fantastic. Is all I did. If that's all you did, then that's all I need, baby. You need to buy some more of those. Um, but no, what did you do to that thing? It I sounds did, killer. It, um. I did like an amp amp like mod. So okay. I did like the tweed. Yeah, the tweed so, mod. Got yeah, it. Yeah, it gives it like a tw- tweed like <laughs> voice. You you smoking the tweeds? <laughs> and then I did. Let's see if I remember correctly. I changed out a couple more things. I didn't follow it exactly. You kind of did your own mod. Yeah, because with components you had because like following the guide, it's like oh, if you want it to sound like this, do this. So I like st- I stayed stayed away from. Everything that was recommended and just kind of did the ones that I thought would fit what you wanted. Yeah. Nice. That's really so. cool. Cause what I wanted was like, I liked the way the, the gain and volume were, but I thought the gain got too overall, the tone wise. Like nasally or like. Fizzy. Yeah. Fizz, okay. Basically like our voices are right now. Yeah. <laughs> when you do the tweed mod on our voices. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I should do an EQ on our voices right now, but. Right um, now. <laughs> hey, fuck off. It's funny that we both got sick at the same time. Yeah, and we were thousands of miles away from each other. Yeah, so it's not like we were making out or anything. <laughs> yeah, can't even make that argument. <laughs> can't even make that joke. But you you still can if you want. I mean, yeah, we we're... were on the same cycle, I guess. <laughs> but I'm like, we both got sick with the same thing at the same time. And I'm like, dude, this, boy, this episode is, we got to do it. We got to do it. It's yeah. <laughs> whatever we're going to do. We just and, feel sorry for you guys have to and, listen to this. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are people who are sick who are listening to this and that they don't want to hear this in their head. Well, there are also people <laughs> that are sick. Rain, sleet, or snow. Give the people, people what they want. <laughs> yeah, they want the they want the jerk on Tuesday. They want Tuesday. the jerks, man. They want the jerks. They want the Tuesday jerk. Anyway, um, so what you did, I was like, I was like, uh, you know, talking about like it was too fizzy and it, it got too crazy with the treble really quick. And so I told you, I'm like, okay, can you tame some of that a little bit? And one of the biggest things too is like, I mean, get rid of that LED. 
Yeah. I want I want a blue LED. Yeah, because they you, all come you, with red. Yeah, and you were so like, mm, whatever, blue LED for a blue jar. I'm like, to me, I'm like, that looks cool. I think it looks badass. So you did that, and you know, you kind of customized your mods that you've seen that people do, and the ones that you've seen online to what I wanted, and you made it work. And it sounds badass. Oh my god, it's like an amp. Like, I re- hopefully you marked what you did to it. No, <laughs> I did not. Because, and then I also to me, like, like this blues driver is like the badass thing. And like, it's like an, almost an amp in a box. If you had your like amp super sterile and clean and bullshit, you can put that in front of it. That's an amp. That's like a distorted amp. That sounds like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to grind through a whole set with that. Or you can make that push your drive sound to make it like, you know how people use like tube screamers? Yeah. And to push an amp that's already kind of like going. Yeah. So make it your clean platform, make it your, you know, uh, add on to your, you know, amp sound. And I really dig it. So I'm like, to me, I'm like, I've been fucking around with that whole thing. I'm like, you know, all week long. And to me, I'm like that plus, um, you, I have, uh, we had mentioned before the DS one. Hold Uh, on, hold on. Let's stick on this blues driver thing. All right. Jesus Christ. I remember even with the, the recommended replacement parts, I, didn't do them fully so i like well i don't have that part so i'm gonna go with the next closest thing <laughs> so it's all back to like if it sounds like shit it ain't my pedal no <laughs> kyle's like pulling parts out of his bin he's like sw- black, white, black white, and white white wiping sweat off his brow it's like his factory it sounds fucking bitching it looks great and okay ds1 and then i um i I gave you my ds1 that you've already modded to the jcm 800 mod and i just wanted to be like it's a black casing because what the 40th anniversary or whatever Mm -hmm. and then it has the orange uh writing on it and i'm like gold gold okay whatever the orange one was the um was the guitar center version okay that is special All right well actually oh, i know well, this a lot actually <laughs> so anyways i had you put like what like a what what color led did you put in there you wanted a yellow one yes and i you put an led you know, yellow led in there and it looks so much cooler it looks good yeah you've already done the mod and you put the led and so thing is i like this all this this past week i've just been playing those two pedals the blues driver and the DS1 combined with like I'm trying to get my uh, 8015 as like um, neutral as possible, like not really like mid scooped, mid heavy, whatever. Just trying to get it that to it and clean. And those two pedals, like oh man, those are <laughs> those are fucking a dime piece, nice. man. They're so good. I'm like I'm loving those. So um, if you're like, ever looking for like mod pedal, you know mods for those two you know, boss pedals, hit up Kyle. He knows what he's, I think he knows what he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but it sounds really great. So I'm loving those. And then, uh, sad news. I did sell my, uh, TC electronic, uh, flashback mini. Oh, sold it online on reverb, sold it for a good price. And I was happy with, uh, what I got for it. And because I have so many mini delay pedals, Cause I'm like, the only reason I got the flashback mini was for like, had to have a mini delay yeah. on a board for a mini, mini pedal board. <laughs> oh, you have that Ibanez one, right? I have them. Or Maleco, right? I have the Ibanez, um, 
AD Mini or whatever it's called, the Analog Delay Mini pedal, uh-huh. which is so good. It's like an AD9. Kind of, pretty much, yeah. And then I also, uh, from Johnny, Johnny Ray, I got the uh, Ranger Effects, the Echo X, which is like a slapback, like, <laughs> slap the shit out of my mic. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for the effect here. Um, it's a slapback plus like a longer Echo delay digital and that you can add like all your like effects to it to make it like you know feedback on itself so i'm like shit i kind of have like like i said before i've been going back on these episodes i'm like if i have something that's like too much like of a repeat of something else that i have i probably should get rid of it so i saw that the flashback mini was kind of a repeat of something i already had and kyle got that for me and i you know I do like it, but I had to get rid of it. So did you keep the money or did you give it to me? No, I kept it because oh. I, I put it into a couple other things. Okay. <laughs> so I took that money. I got it floating. I'm, I, I got my money floating right I, now. I, I took that money and I put it back into the show a little bit. I bought a Zoom, what, uh, a power charger for the Zoom H5. I don't give so, a shit. <laughs> so I can power the recorder that we do for the show. Um, instead of using batteries, I can use uh, power supply to it. So like, to me, I'm like, that's uh, you know, a little more economical, I think. So I'm like, I put that money back into that. And then I also put it back into, I bought a Whirlwind um, DI for um, a pod DI or whatever. So I can take a um, eighth inch output or so inputs um, into the DI and go to uh, XLR output into um, my focus right mm-hmm. and because i want to start recording and we will start doing because we've met a lot of people at nam who want to be on the show which is cool i'm so thankful that people listen to the show and want to be on it yeah <laughs> but i i want to make it as easy as i can for them and as good as it can sound and that's from whirlwind whirlwind is the name is the brand name it's the pod di eighth inch input to xlr output and uh-huh. i can um control um, some of the levels and also control um, ground lift and stuff like that. So nice. I can get um, basically the way we record this. So this is a little behind the scenes for you guys. Um, I um, record things over uh, Skype or Google Google Hangouts, and um, I get their audio from their input. Either it's from like you know earbuds with headphones or whatever uh, microphone, or if they have like an, an audio setup with like interface and you know whatever. Um, I don't want that limited. So I, whatever you have, if you have earbuds, Apple earbuds or whatever, you know, talk to us. We want to talk to you. We want to just hang out and I get their audio and I'm able to get it. And then I'm able to get it separate tracks from Kyle and I, and I can edit it to make it sound better. And And a a little more behind the scenes. We do this in our underwear too. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) behind the scenes, behind the seams. (laughs) Uh, boxes of briefs. Yeah. And I mean, Matt, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, this is probably the shittiest episode because Kyle and I yeah. both sound like shit <laughs> and I'm getting our uh, raw audio. But, um, so anyways, like I was, I, I put it, uh, put that money that I, I, I sold pedals to, to hopefully improving the show. So hopefully, okay, fine. hopefully you guys Thank like you, it Brian. and it was worth it. So Kyle, hopefully you thought that me selling that pedal flashback mini was worth it. It's, I mean, yeah, I, I really don't give a shit about that pedal. Anyways. 
Uh, anyways, so um, this last week, um, besides all that um, jazz, all that jazz, um, I started writing more. I think you and I are both at a point where we're like kind of like pushing ourselves to write more in the band. Yeah. Um, Playing Without a Pilot is our band. We're like pop punk rock band or whatever. Um, we both sing, we both like write lyrics and yada yada, write songs for the band. And um, for me, I was like really pushing myself this last like couple weeks or so to try and write lyrics for a song that we have written already. We've already been jamming it with the band. We already like kind of know the ins and outs of the song and you know, where it's going to go, where the bridge, yada, yada, verse, chorus are. But I'm like, I felt a little constricted. I couldn't constricted. God damn. I can't even speak. Um, like of like trying to write lyrics for the song. And even though it's already done. So like some people would be like, Oh, well the song's already done. Just plug in lyrics. But for me, I couldn't find anything for it. So that led me to, writing lyrics for riffs and songs than I had in the past for the past, like maybe two or three years, I started pulling up old demos and like song notes and, you know, memos on the, um, my phone that I have, or maybe like old demos that I have. And for me, I'm like, I wanted to bring up like a mini topic, mini topic here. So, yeah. Um, hit me. I'll explain what I did first. Then we'll go into the topic. So what I did was like, I started like, you know, digging up, an old song that I had, like maybe it's just a two note, really it's just a two note progression, like a, like a one, four progression. And I was kind of like, I'm like, I haven't to, to me, I need, I usually write something that's like maybe four chords or more. And just because I'm like, my lyrics and melody relies on the chord change, but I wanted to do something different, just like a two note progression. And so I'm like, okay, push myself. Sometimes you push yourself by like taking away more, you know? Instead of like, you know, eight crayons, you have like four now or whatever. You know, now it's you're like, talking my language. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like try and do more with less. And then so I was um, writing a song based on just only having these progressions. And I'm like, well, how am I going to do that? So I used a digital looper, which is something new, like a new um, like piece of equipment basically that I added to the mix of like, okay, I added this progression recorded on the diddle looper and it just keeps going between yeah. those two chords. No, that's okay. fun. How's I, it, how's it going? How's it going? Keep on going, keep on going. And it's just like, you didn't have it. You do it again. It's going to come up again. And I kept doing that. And then I finally came up with like, okay, uh, like if I can't sing the guitar line, which is now this is part of me probably uh, fucking up. Um, I tried to sing the guitar line <laughs> or the, the vocal line. Sorry. I tried to sing the vocal line that I wanted over the chords and I was just not hitting it because I had something in my head and I was not matching it to the key of the chords that I was being played. Uh, like maybe I needed to change the chords, whatever, but I could not hit it. I was basically like, <laughs> and it was not going. And I was like, partially I want to say, because I was, you know, getting sick. Yeah. <laughs> but it was probably because I was just not been practicing singing. Because to me, I haven't been practicing singing in the past like, like month and a half. Two months. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long like, time. But since we've played with the band, I don't, I don't sing. And I feel like that's like a de- detriment to myself. Different s- scenario, different topic. Yeah. But I was able to come up with something. I'm like, I know my vocal range with my guitar. I can have my guitar and I know my vocal range. So I was able to hit those with the chords 
that I was playing on the ditto, and I came up with a melody. And so now I'm like able to sing the melody, yada yada. I record it, and I'm kind of coming up, coming up with like random lyrics and stuff like that. Nice. But it was like a chord progression that I've had for years and stuff like that. Uh huh. So I wanted to bring up the topic of that. So like it, it may come up that song that I was you know aforementioned. Um, it may come up, and we may do a song about it in the future. Who knows? If it becomes something good that I have lyrics for. But I wanted to talk about digging up old, unused song ideas, riffs, lyrics, or whatever um, for new songs. So have you like have you ever thought about that? Like, is that something that you like? Of like, if it's an old song, like idea that was never used, should you just fucking get rid of it, or should you keep it going? I I like to hold on to them, but. Sometimes if you, you look back and you see that they're just too maybe amateur, or like, those ones I let go. Or like if they don't if like... I, yeah, if, if I don't see like potential of it getting any better, if I like if you manipulate it a little more... Or if you don't reconnect with them the same way. Yeah. Yeah, usually I'll, I'll let them go. Usually that's with like lyrics too, but I'm like sometimes like guitar ideas or music, I'm like you can like easily disconnect with that or like yeah. maybe your your guitar musicianship you know or like you know your instrument is like you know you have surpassed what you did before that you thought was like oh this is groundbreaking yeah. you know and sometimes that's good I think time is sometimes really good sometimes I, I would say people like they live in the moment and they hark on those things. I'm like, they think I'm like, Oh, this is the best thing that's ever been done. This is the best thing that's ever been written. And then yeah. it's like, they step back and like, maybe they put it on record and they put it out. And maybe this thing sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes time is really good. Maybe that's like, you know, um, so another reason why I brought this topic up is like, um, I was watching on YouTube, like some, uh, blink one, a two, like old, old, like session videos. Yeah, of them being when they were doing the uh, Blink One Eight Two self titled record, which is like probably one of their best records, I would say. Yeah, like what two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. I couldn't tell you offhand like the exact date, but it was really, really good. And they took a long time. They probably took two, uh, like almost a year and a half, two years to do that album. Yeah, it's cool. Which I'm like t- for them. I'm like they're millionaires. <laughs> they don't have to give a fuck, really. Yeah. To put out an album, and it came out so fucking good, really good. Oh my god, that one. Except the songs that Mark wrote. No, they were still good. I want to say Lyrically. the whole the, the whole album was damn good. Okay. All right, you and I are we're at a crossroads here. Mm, yeah. Um, but I was watching some of those videos behind the scenes, um, stuff because I think they would do stuff of like way back in the day when you think about it, like early internet. They would like put up something on the Blink-182 website of like every Friday or every, you know, every week or whatever. They would put up like an update, like a, like a minute long episode of like in the studio stuff like that. And somebody compiled them all into one YouTube video. And I was oh, watching, nice. one, watching some of those. And so it's like, um, they got to the point where they were doing like some behind the scenes and like, you know, where they were demoing riffs and stuff like that. And like, um, I noticed they had some things that they never used for the Blink self-titled um, album, but they ended up using for their Neighborhoods album. So after they broke up, did their Plus 44 Angels and Airways, and then came back, they um, put to the Neighborhoods record from Blink-182. Yeah. Which was... Dog shit. It was, it was not good, all right? 
if we're, if we're putting it, you know, being you can't frank, sell that shit to you know, me. Yeah, if we're being real here. It was uh, not that good. So, um, but they had like two riffs that I noticed that stood out, which was like um, the bass riff from Snake Charmer, which like Mark Hop is going something different. It's like a hip hop kind of beat with that Travis was doing that Mark had came up with as a bass riff. It was like something he's never done before. It's like open note thing that he was kind of going all over the neck for. I'm like, dude, that's not a Mark Hoppus thing, but he was doing it and it was kind of cool. And then they never, never used that for the album, but they used it for self, you know, that um, they never used it for self-titled, but they used it for neighborhoods. And to me, um, that was kind of cool that they were like, oh shit, <laughs> they went back to that. But it was also kind of like, well, why did you go back to that? It really wasn't a good song. Yeah, I've I've had it where I wrote a song back in like 2009, and we just finally recorded it like two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. And it's like, you know. Because I didn't think it was good enough, or we, you know, and then maybe it just wasn't the right time to play it. We were down a drummer or whatever, and then we started actually, yeah. made, made it into something. And so, like, it can kind of go back and forth. To me, I'm like, sometimes, like, some songs that I write, I'm like, they're not good enough at the time. They might not good be good enough for any time. Yeah. So, I can, sometimes, like, we we have demoed full songs that I'm like, you have come over and I, like, brought your bass over and we did guitar parts and everything for a song. And I'm like, we had it recorded and it sounded really good. And we're like, all right, uh, put that in the trash. It yeah. just didn't work out. But for me, I'm like, I don't know. Is there like, I don't know, like what stands out to you for a song or like a riff or a part that can be reused? Is it just like, if it resonates with you again, can you like say, hey, I'll reuse that? That's kind of it for me. At yeah. Least. I think it's like, is it good enough? Is it better than what I'm doing now? Yeah, or is it still is as a step good? back or a step forward, maybe? Or you know, can I take that um, step and do something better with it? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Can I improve upon this, or is this just polishing a turd? Yeah, and then there's oh man, there's a fine line between that too, for sure. Yeah, because when you're recording a song, I'm like, do you want to just take every bullshit? idea and just put it into something because like oh well i created that so you know i should be able to use it yeah Yeah, and you know you can 100 percent use that idea again because i'm like nobody else has done that but i'm like is it worth using again well i think that (laughs) there's a lot of people who i'm like you and i aside there's a lot of people who just like can't let go of ideas i'm like the thing is you mean the idea was probably fucking bullshit sucked dick before <laughs> it still sucks a lot of dick now all right all right hold on easy but i'm just trying to say i'm like it wasn't good in the first place i'm like let it go I'm like what lets you let go of an idea if it kind of like sparked you enough to like turn on a recorder but not enough for you to listen to it again <laughs> yeah and i think it, well with me i have a lot more lyrics that uh, i think I used to just write lyrics out. So I have like hundreds of pages of just like shitty yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Um, and not too many um, like riffs or, you know, Guitar, chord progressions yeah, or yeah. anything. Um, Cause I wouldn't match them up ever. And 
when I ever, whenever I had a like, oh, that's a that's a pretty good sounding. Yeah, I'd usually just write a song to that. You know, it doesn't always work that way. If the lyrics I had were garbage or just didn't fit. You know? Yeah, and I guess if, if if you can come back to them and really come at come at it with like the honest opinion that it's not the greatest thing in the world. To me, I'm like, I don't know. I think you and I have developed that uh, mindset of like being honest critics of ourselves and each yeah. other. That you and I can take honest criticism from each other and use it and not get offended by it. I think yeah. that's that's a huge thing. At least with you and I in our band, if you can have a separate, I mean, nobody, not everybody has this same luxury where they have two songwriters in their band. Two vocalists, two songwriters, two instrumentalists in their band, like multi-instrumentalists, where they, we both want to say that you and I can both play guitar <laughs> <laughs> and bass and, uh, you know, we can program keys. <laughs> you know, to me, I want to say that's multi-instrumentalist. Oh, it's not because I know how to play ukulele and uh, banjo. Okay, there you go. You can, you, you, you're you a multi-instrumentalist. I want to say that I am one. But the fact that we have two of those in our band that we can go back and forth and that we have a common understanding of each other, that like we know what's going to piss each other off and yeah. we know what's going to piss each other off. And so we can say those things to each other. And um, I think some people don't have that luxury. And I'm like, to me, I think we are in a position that is different than most people. That's like, we can be critical, hypercritical of ourselves. And I'm like, I think that's what a lot of people need. And like, you can come revisit old ideas but if they fucking still suck yeah years later just let them go and that's where i'm at like now i you know anyways you know off topic to to off topic to a mini topic i think that was kind of cool but that's all for my what's new and again again kind of get i think we kind of went a little ranty on a topic here but i wanted to say something about i mean we were one of the only guitar podcasts that didn't mention this on one of our last episodes, but I feel like it's something worth mentioning. It probably has to be said. We have to say, you know, our take on it. And I'm going to be a little frank here. I want to say, undoubtedly, Ryan Adams is the least liked member of the Adams family at this moment in the guitar world. Hands down. I mean, he's no Gomez. No. <laughs> he's no Wednesday Adams, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, he, he beats out. <laughs> I just wanted to get that joke in. That was all it. I don't he, fucking want it. I don't, I, no, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. So let's go into uh, gear topic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> switching gears. Kyle, you got this one. You bring it to yeah. me, baby. All right. So we've done like... um dual dual uh pedal boards before where you know you have two components or two yeah you know two and two of things and and um i th- was thinking hey how about how about a dual purpose pedal board yeah so if you were to build a pedal board that would be good for guitar and for bass there you go so that would be cool and this would come in handy if you play you know let's say you like brian plays guitar in a band and then moonlights in another band yeah and you're like oh i can drag this one 
Yeah. So, so the have, other you, gig. Yeah, and, you can have a bass board, like a bass pedal board, guitar pedal yeah. board, all in one. You just bring it to both practices. Yeah, and I we didn't really pinpoint a style of music. It was just kind of like what, 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 what. Maybe you didn't, but what, I didn't. What we each think is worthwhile. Yeah. All right, cool. How about, how about you go first? All right, cool. I had to uh, play it cool and play it smart because I okay. was going to do something that was going to be good for both because I wanted to get some good uh, tones on both sides. So I'm going to start it off easy and simple. I start off with the boss tu2 oh interesting nothing wrong with that yeah uh, tu2 has never let me down nope been at it for over a decade tu2 has been keeping me strong on both sides of the fence and then um i wanted to say the exotic sp comp okay so that is the one that is like the mini sized one yeah it's is it black or is it chrome yeah it's a chrome with a black you know face plate okay. or whatever it has the clear knobs on it it's very cool sounds awesome sounds great so sick it sounds great for bass and it sounds great for guitar and i don't normally play with a compressor on guitar live but i feel like i should and but i do play with a compressor on bass uh-huh. live and um having the blend knob on there and being one of the main controls yeah is so useful for bass. Yeah. And for guitar, I'm like, because you want your compressor to, sometimes for me, for me, you want it um, to- excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, for me and my feelings, you <laughs> want it to be um, there when you want it. You want to, <laughs> okay. like, you know, you want, like, it's like you don't want it to take control, I think. And you want it to like kind of come in with your dynamics. And with the blend knob and with the high, medium, and low switch, you know, the amount of compression, you can kind of do that. And it's super simple. It's two knobs and, uh, you know, three toggle switch. Makes it good. Makes it quick and easy if you're yeah. switching between the two guitar and bass deal. But sometimes I leave it, you know, kind of almost around noon. And it sounds good for both. Nice. And it controls both in the way that I want to. But for modulation, I was thinking, you own it, you love it. Kyle, the analog chorus from MXR. Yeah. I was going to say that is going to be good for both guitar and bass. Oh, yeah. Because it's got the high and low Yeah, so you totally uh, adjust it out. And it has the overall mix of the, you know. The level, the actual effect level. And to me, I'm like, that's uh, not too shabby for a chorus. It's a lot more knobs than what I am, you know, normally used to. And, but to me, I'm like, you're going to be able to tweak that. You you can have go-to tweak settings (laughs) for those. If you're going to do guitar and you're going to do for bass. And for me, um, for me, uh, that's going to work out a lot. And, you know, you're going to want to like, you know, roll up the lows a little bit more for bass. Yep. You're going to want to probably roll up the highs a little more for guitar. In your mix knob, to me, I'm like, I keep it around noon. I think it's going to be good. My mix knob. My mix knob, I'm going to keep around noon. And I think it's going to sound great. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Can't go wrong with that one. And for my drive. I'm going to do um, Southampton, the fifth gear. Okay. It sounds uh, great for bass and sounds uh, 
pretty good for guitar. Yeah. So no, I I forget I even own that one. To me, I want to say that one like hits home more with bass, actually. Yeah, I want to play that some more now. For guitar, it like adds enough gain that you want huh. to like if your your amp is already kind of cooking. Um, it'll add it and kind of give your amp sound, but more. So that's why I'm like, it's a more of a dynamic that's different than most drive pedals. But for bass, I don't know. It kind of gives it a little bit more. Um, same kind, same kind of deal because most bass amps that you're doing is are kind of clean. Yeah, you're kind of giving more of that, you know, drivey sound, more warmth, you know, and so it works. So I'm like, sometimes I'm like, for guitar, I might take a little bit of a hit of the sound that I'm gonna get. But if like, if I know my amp is good, I'm gonna roll the dice. I'm gonna roll the Southampton because the Southampton makes your amp. If you have a good amp. It'll, it'll make, make it better. It'll make it sound better. Good amps will sound gooder. And uh, for bass, it'll make your clean platform sound better. You know, it'll give it that dirt. So I'll take that uh, roll of the dice because the Southampton fifth gear is not going to be too overwhelming, but it's not going to be too underwhelming, I want to say. And then uh, my uh, delay. Going to have to go a, little, go a little delay, you know what I'm saying? I go in a boss DM2W, the Wazacraft. All right. Because for uh, bass, if you don't want it to go too crazy, you can buy amp and go DI out of the direct out because it has a direct and effect out. And so you can have a direct out that is not affected by the delay. So if you wanted to do, you know, wanted to. Do, you know, do your uh, effects out to your uh, amp and then maybe do DI out to your direct out. You can have a solid, you know, bass foundation going and by amp to maybe do like, you know, blended signal to the PA or whatever you're doing. And yeah. do, um, you know, do, if I can do that, that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Like blend that and have the front of house give them more options to deal with. I'm like, I think if, it's always best to give them more options. Yeah, and to give them some no con- crazy con- amount. I mean, give them control. Yeah, if you take the control away from them, they're gonna be pissed <laughs> for one, and then like they're not gonna be able to make you sound as good as you can because even like the guy who's getting paid like what a hundred bucks or whatever at the show, he's gonna want to do the job. Yeah. And so I want to say, like, you know, give him some good options. And so when you do the direct out of that, you know, he's going to be able to make it work. And then so, my last one. I'm going to be Kyle McIntyre style on this one. Uh-oh. I don't know what that really means. <laughs> I'm doing Strymon Big Sky for my oh reverse. My <laughs> <laughs> How Dang. do you like that, bitch? <laughs> My MIDI controlled. I'm surprised I have my stereo, you didn't have any other. stereo in, stereo out Dang. of my reverbs because I like subtle. I like my subtle ass reverbs for my, you know, every once in a while for my bass. Subtle, yeah. Barely have them there, or you can really bring them in. But my my subtle ass reverbs I like to bring in every once in a while for guitar. But I could also bring those hyper, you know, you know, <laughs> like. Crazy guitar praise and worship style reverbs for my, <laughs> you know, like super like ambient style for my guitar. And 
<laughs> and so I would say that's what I'm gonna do for my reverb pedal. Cause you never said if you could do, you know, the super super pedals. No, no, no. This is you're like yeah. I see you. That's s- fine. You're you're red. You're like the Kool Aid Man over there. You're no. pissed off. No, I'm not pissed. <laughs> I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I'm like Hawaiian I'm, Punch I'm over cool here. Cool cherry, bro. I'm like Hawaiian Punch over here. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what, my board. What's the Capri Sun? Cool. Uh, safari cool or something? <laughs> safari. The garbage one? Yeah. Safari punch or something. Oh, God. Uh, that's the worst. Anyways, Kyle, what do you have? All right. So while you were talking, you know, to throw you off the course, I changed mine. Oh, shit. Okay. So. I feel like I'm always like screwed because I'm going first. Yep. That's why. You better you believe first. it, bitch. <laughs> All right. So I want a TU3 Waza. Huh. All right. Shit. There you go. And then I want one of those too. Damn, um, I fucked up. Went with the uh, base wah. Mm. So the white, lar- the regular size, the bi- the big boy. What's cool about that one is it because it shuts um, right off. Yep. You, you it's spring loaded and it'll kick right off. Yeah, when you want it. It works with guitar and it yep. doesn't sound any different. Not what I've. Yep. It's not like super low. Doesn't make my guitar sound like a bass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I, this is, I, I originally had, uh, the Echoplex, the, uh, preamp, oh. but got rid of that. Okay. No, I still have it in real life, but. What'd um, you get? The Apex preamp from Horizon Devices. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a totally so, different road. Yep. So it's got, you know, your regular volume. Um, it's got bass mid treb. So it, it tre- um. Three band, it has an yeah. EQ, three yeah. band EQ. It's got gain on there. Um, it has a gate, so you can actually. Yes, that's very can, cool. That's very gate. cool. Um, and it also has a cab sim. So nice. what I understand how the cab sim works, you adjust the knob on the side. It's a little, little mini, little mini pot yeah, yeah, on the yeah. side, and you turn it, and it basically it changes the location. Of where the mic is, where it's simulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where, quote unquote, quote, where, the, quote. Where, where the mic is, yeah. So they have the bypass, right? They have the on-off of the effect, right? Yeah. And then there's a tight knob, so it tightens everything up, almost like what a compressor would do. Okay, So yeah. I went through after I found, I'm like, oh shit, I put that on there. I cr- started crossing off a bunch of shit because it just, it minimized my my theoretical pedal board. That's the name of my new band, by the yeah. way. <laughs> um, so... I want chorus too, so I have a CE2. Yeah, can't go wrong with C2. The original. Yeah. Okay. All right. Original. That's um, the, that's the best one. Yeah, I still and I still want a tremolo, so I have the hummingbird. Yeah, there uh, you go. And then, Fuck. uh, carbon copy. Yeah, uh, damn, dude. And then I think you're killing my board already. And then uh, a PS5. So that's the. Phase shifter, not phase. It's the super shifter. Super shifter. So that's the one that says like the boom. Yeah, it'll dive. So that's. So if you are familiar fun. with the black keys, that's like the. the yeah, that is It's similar to that. Yeah, it's basically they take the bottle what to bob, but they do like the boom. Dang, so, that's yeah. pretty cool. You could damn, you could use that for both. Yeah, yeah. I I I want one, but they're like three twenty. With the horizon, yeah, yeah. I told you, uh, C two A. Yeah, he was the uh, 
he was jamming that pedal with a carbon copy deluxe and that was the only pedals he was using and he's a fractal guy dang so he's like but he was at the mxr booth yeah and he was using um he normally uses mayonnaise with fractal and he has like a bunch of different scenes and stuff like that but he's only able to he only used his like you know, to get his tone, he only used those two pedals. That's crazy. And then to me, I'm like, dang, <laughs> you can. And his clean sound was very anemic sounding. It was very like, blink, blink, very blink, 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 blink. You know, it's like, and he was able to get his whole sound like someone playing chopsticks. Is that what yeah. that was? It was like very like you know, <laughs> plinky and attack only and no sustain. He was able to get his whole sustain and playing of like you know, very prog you know, metal sound mm-hmm. out of that with the Horizon devices Dang. drive. You know, like whatever that you know, preamp type deal that you had. Uh-huh. And MXR. That's tight. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with it. All right. I was saying let's uh, close this out with one more. It's going to be a quick one because I think we kind of did, we were very ranty and very nasally this past episode. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just like yeah, just like Fran Dresser. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. What about MXR, Mr. Sheffield? What do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do one. Um, new strings. So uh, I'm just gonna say it. Would you rather have new strings on your guitar, huh? But play a dull ass pick. Your only pick. Or would you rather have brand new picks, sharp, nice new picks, but dull ass strings? Mm. I'd rather play new strings okay. with a dull pick. Oh man! But is, it's, is it's, this like a like a quarter? Is it that's how dull it is? It's rounded. Like a like a maybe it's as, as smooth as a river stone or something. Yeah. It's 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 smooth. Yeah. Shit. It's 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 like it's pretty fucking dull. Like you have a lot of picks around here that are pretty dull, but it's like more. I'm gonna so. whittle. I'm gonna yeah. whittle one. Let's say if you're doing a Dunlop, it's gonna be down to like where the measurement. I'm gonna whittle it so bad. I'm gonna whittle. <laughs> I'm gonna whittle it. It's it's down to like the measurement of where the um you know the size of the pedal of the so almost the, like a jazz pick, but without almost, even that without the, the sharpness. Jesus. Yeah, I'd still get fresh strings. Yeah. And a dull pick. I think they, they still would sound good. So, sound Cause you better. Could, you could finger that too and still sound good. You know, easy does it. Hey, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what they call it, right? <laughs> I don't know how to do it, so. Easy does it. <laughs> um, yeah, shit. All right. I would what pro- are you? <laughs> I would probably do fresh picks. Brand new, fresh, sharp picks. And dull ass strings. Huh. But it depends on what the dull ass strings are. If they are No what you didn't say that. Um my if they are DR Dario and YXLs, dull. Like they've all right. <laughs> We're bringing this back to where like I came up with this idea. So I've been playing some NYXLs from Diodario for over seven, eight months, probably even longer. Last time we played a show, so back in like what September, and my strings are dull as fuck. Some of them are pretty fucking dull, but they work well enough. They're plinky and they're just barely like they're barely giving like any like 
like really bright resonant sound. Yeah. But they're still holding up and I can bend the absolute fucking shit out of them because I have the Evertune and they go right back in tune. And, but if I didn't have a sharp, good pick. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to really make them do what I want to do. But it's also kind of lackluster because as I pluck this, as I pluck the strings, they're kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you found yourself in a dilemma there, Brian. Yeah, but I would still like. I'm more connected to the pick than I am to the string at this moment, at this current, at this magic moment. <laughs> when my picks are next to yours, I'm more connected to my pick. So we're at a we're at an impasse here. But the audience, you guys, would you rather have dull-ass strings and fresh picks, or would you rather have dull, like, nubby picks and fresh, chimey strings? You gotta let us know. Let us know in the group. Let us know on Instagram. But I think we're done here. Kyle, let's get out of here. What do you say? Yeah, let's get out of my garage. Let's get out of here. All right. So before we head on out, I just want to mention a couple things. If you guys like what you hear, you guys can... Uh, you know, follow along on the social medias. If you guys want to, you guys can like us on uh, Instagram, follow us. And if you guys uh, want to, you guys can join the Facebook group. Just search the Tone Jerks and you guys will find us. And if you want to leave a review, leave that shit on iTunes. We will read your review. Yeah, As long as iTunes approves it, we will read it. We will read it on the air. Those are always fun to do man i am dragging ass here but if you guys want to help support the show you guys can by doing so on patreon for as little as one dollar a month but if you guys double down for two bucks you guys get an extra episode every week sometimes two episodes who knows and a uh, little insider information if you guys want to join the patreon i probably suggest that you do so at the beginning of the month where I think this episode drops at the end of the month, just wait a couple days until March 1st because you guys will end up paying for February and then paying for March. Just wait a couple days and do March 1st. But if you guys want to pay us both, that's cool too. Just for supporting us on Patreon, not only do you get the extra episodes, you guys get a shout out. Kyle has got a listy list, and yep. he's going to read it to me. Kyle, give it to me, baby! All right, we have Jim Bowers. Yep. Oh, do you want to do it really deep? I can probably do that. Oh, oh, oh. All right. We have Jim Bowers, Jamie Davis, Co Schneider, Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast, Abe Newman, Michael Newman, Andrew Walsh, Jason Fuzzmonger, Will Lahue, Doug Christ, Doug Gann, Doug King. I think I'm going to spread them out next time. Yeah. Be like Easter eggs. That's what it'll be like. <laughs> Easter eggs. Yeah. Easter's coming up. Johnny Ray. We have Joseph from Like My Pedals. Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars. Leon from Pelican Noiseworks. Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Steve Mike. Stephen Conradi, Sean Fahey, Bruce Banana, Digger from Fatfoot Effects, 
Brett Alexander, Colin Smith, Alvaro Viramontes, Nicholas Payson. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. I'm sorry that we sounded like shit this yeah, episode. We sound like sick. I sound like a sick uh, anchor still. <laughs> Just trying to get through the day.